the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. Hey, gang, it's your old pal Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain that everything you've been taught by the real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite of what you've been taught for all these years. It's crazy. Why is that, by the way? Holy cow. Why was I taught how to do everything wrong Focus on the wrong things. I mean, it was insane. And and then I figured out it was it really is the industry's fault. It is there is nobody that teaches actual sales training. Nobody teaches how to make money. They're always teaching you all kinds of stuff like how to stay out of jail. That's always a good idea. Uh, how not to go to jail with your broker. But that's that's almost all of the training out there is either focused on sales, but it's the exact wrong thing or it's focused on uh, risk reduction or something like that. So one thing I would like all of you to keep track of uh, is just some things. So you'll hear me say this from time to time. Keep track of these things each week. So the number of listing appointments you get, first of all, the number of hours you spend telephone prospecting if you do that. If you focus on sellers, do these things. Number of hours telephone prospecting. If you focus on buyers, uh, focus on the number of hours you spend in open houses. Listing appointments scheduled, number of them. Listing appointments attended, the number of them. The number of listings you take in a week. Sales you make, that's a buyer going under contract. Listings sold, your listing went under contract. And closings. And then the price points that go with those things, the listings, the sales, the listings, solds, and the closings. And then the, you know, the property owner and the property address. At the very minimum, if you're not much of a keeper tracker of her, uh, go with the listing appointments scheduled. That's the number. By the way, if I call you and I, and I want to find out how you're doing, okay, why don't, you, why don't we just do this? Everybody write this down. Just write down this. Uh, how many listing appointments did you schedule last week? Okay. Now, when I ask that question to most of my coaching students, and I'm just you know trying to take their temperature, see how they're doing, what's going on, they go, oh, well, you know what? Last week I had a really bad one. It starts with a story. I know the number is not going to be five or more, right? So, uh, but just write down the number. And then the number of listing appointments you attended last week and then the number of listings you took last week. So if the listings taken was a number lower than one, if the listing appointments attended was a number lower than three, if the listing appointments scheduled was a number lower than five, 
I think we could argue there's room for improvement. And it's an easy thing to fix. And then I would just maybe rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 right now on your time management skills. And then rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 on your focus on prospecting. So if you think there's some room for improvement, maybe what we're going to talk about today will help you. So we're going to talk about prospecting. Now, on the subject of prospecting, uh, and I'm talking about sellers prospecting, if, if again, you're prospecting for buyers, uh, I, don't, I don't recommend that generally, but if you wanted buyers, and let's say you say, hey, I don't want to do listings. I just want to do buyers only. Would I be a fan of that choice for you? Yeah, I would be. If you have all the fearless agent skills of working with sellers and you have all the fearless agent skills, which are incredible, by the way, of working with buyers. In other words, you can, you can go to a stranger's house, walk up to the door, get the listing, get it at 7%, keep four, uh, get a one-year listing, no problem, get the seller to beg you to underprice their house on day one and get it sold very quickly for way more than it's worth and have the seller love you and send you a steady stream of referrals. And you also have the skill of taking a buyer that walks into an open house or an incoming sign call or an ad call or an internet call and getting them to use your lender, be pre-approved through your lender and come in and meet with you in your office. You book the appointment. You have no problem doing that. And you can give them the fearless agent buyer presentation and get them to eagerly sign the buyer broker agreement before you ever search the, search the MLS or show a single house. If you're able to do all those things and you say, I just don't like sellers. I just don't like listings. I like buyers. And you know I have people like that. They can do both things, but they don't like sellers. And here's the reason why. Buying a house is fun. It's happy, usually. Selling your house, it's never fun. It's strangers coming into your house. You're not going into other people's houses and making fun of the way they live and their hideous decorating. No. Boy, this place smells. Ugh. You're having people come into your house, and they're saying, Ugh, you know. So, and if you came into my house, you'd go, he lives like this? How is that possible? Oh, my God. So it is less fun, and, and it's a death. It's a job transfer. It's a divorce. Moving is not fun. Really, it's not fun. So it's that. You know, maybe it's just that. But if you have the skills and you can do either, great, and you say, I just, I just like buyers better, then I would say do buyers only. Refer the sellers to someone like me who – doesn't like to do business with buyers. I'm great at it. I just don't like it. Okay. So it's whatever you like. I don't want you to do what you hate. So prospecting for sellers is what we're talking about. Okay. But actually this could be both. So here's, please write these down. There's, there's things you're prospecting for on the telephone. Number one, referrals. Number two, cold calls. Cold call to me is you have no clue that they might be thinking of selling their house, okay? Calling up and down the street through neighborhoods, in other words. 
for sale by owners, calling for sale by owners, calling expireds and canceled listings, and then investors. But I mean canceled. I don't mean temporarily off the market, still listed with another agent. I mean it's completely off the market, canceled. And then investors, okay? So those are the sources of business, referrals, cold calls, FISBOs, expireds, and investors. So let's just talk about referrals, okay? So referrals, uh, when, when I remember when they came out with the do not call list, and I said, uh, you know what, I'm just going to keep on calling because I know everybody else is going to quit. And uh, that's what happened. Everybody quit. And every trainer in the real estate industry, I forget what year that was, but every I know George W. Bush was president, so that would have been uh, 2001 probably. So uh, every trainer in the entire real estate industry quit teaching cold calling calling FISBOs, calling expireds, and they said, hey, it's all about generating referrals from your friends, family, acquaintances, Romans, countrymen. So, uh, and then they all taught the way to do it. And of course, the way they teach it, teach it is wrong because everything you are ever taught by the real estate industry is always wrong. And you know that because you tried it and it didn't work. So the way I was taught was by the only guy in the whole real estate industry, Floyd Wickman is his name, he actually taught sales. So no one else in the entire real estate industry that you've ever heard of teaches sales. You heard they called it sales. Yeah, they called it sales training, but it wasn't. I don't, It was arguing with people in a clever way, maybe. Maybe it was that. It was a whole lot of objection handling because they got a lot of object, objections, which is proof that they suck at sales. So if, you're, if you stink at sales, you're going to get a lot of objections, and you're going to need to do a lot of objection handling. If you're great at sales, you're never going to get any objections. It will never happen. So, you, so the secret to objection handling is don't get them in the first place. So the way I was taught by the one guy on planet Earth in real estate who knew how to sell and actually taught it uh, changed everything for me. So he taught me how to do this. That's where it came from. So when you call somebody up and, uh, you know, there's, there's a famous coach out there, trainer, that teaches this thing called, oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Like, are you kidding me right now? You better not be too busy. And oh, by the way, like this is like this afterthought thing. And then they never end up asking for the referral. That is insanity. Okay. That's the baloney that people do when they don't have a clue about sales. And that coach makes more people broke in America than just about any others, although there are some others, and you know who I'm talking about. So when you call somebody up, f- rule number one, asking for referrals, get right down to business. Rapport building is death in sales, okay? So when you call somebody up and they're a friend of yours and you haven't talked to them in a while, they're going to be maybe eager to do a little chit chat but you 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 don't want to be eager to do chit chat so hey hey how you doing hey the reason i'm calling is i got a favor to ask you do you mind write down the word favor okay i got a favor to ask you do you mind and they're going to say no i don't mind 
or they're going to say it depends. Oh, you're wearing depends? No, don't say that. Okay. They're going to say it depends or I got to or no, I don't mind. Either way, you say I'm expanding my business. Write that down. I'm expanding my business. So it's favor, the bullet points, favor and expanding. I'm expanding my business and my real estate business and I could use your help. And uh, I was just wondering if you happen to bump into somebody with a real estate need, uh, you know, somebody who wants to buy a house, uh, somebody who wants to sell a house, uh, maybe somebody who wants to get rich by investing in real estate, would you even feel comfortable referring them to me? So when you say that to a friend, an acquaintance, somebody you know a little bit, you could describe themselves to you, it's rejection-free because they're going to lie and say, oh, oh, no, I would feel comfortable, no problem, even if they wouldn't. So it's rejection-free. Now, what if they wouldn't? What would the reason be? Well, the reason would be probably that they think you might screw it up and make them look bad. So to get rid of that, you say, um, I just want you to know, and this is going to be called the brand promise, okay? So write that down. Floyd taught me this. The brand promise. Good to the last drop. What what brand is that? Right? Maxwell House. Uh, uh, tastes good like a cigarette should. What brand is that? Uh, Winston. Oh, now I know who all the old people are. Okay. So it, it would be, you know, get a quote in 15 minutes, Geico. It's, you know, just do it. It's, you know, whatever. So that's the brand promise. Our brand promise, but just so you know, when you refer someone to me, I'm always going to treat them like family. I'm going to treat them like gold. I'm going to never put any pressure on anybody. And I'm always going to keep you informed every step of the way. Fair enough. And they're going to say, oh, I know you would. And if they ever have any hesitation about giving you a name and a phone number or somebody they do know right now, and they do know somebody probably, that would take that away. And then you say, well, while I got you, who do you know? Not do you know. Who do you know right now that is thinking of buying a house, selling a house, or investing in real estate to get rich. Now, the person you're talking to, if they're thinking of selling their house or they're thinking of buying a house or they're thinking of investing to get rich in real estate, they'll tell you. You don't have to ask them, okay? So they're probably going to say, you know what's funny, Bob? I was lying awake last night creating a spreadsheet of the people I know who have a real estate need in the hopes that you would call today. No, they're not going to do that. They say... Well, you know, I, I really can't think of anybody. And then you give them three choices. Say, is there anybody maybe at church or anybody maybe in your family or anybody maybe in your neighborhood or maybe somebody at work? You know, just give them three categories, one at a time. And Can you think of anybody at work who might be thinking about it? No. Uh, how about maybe at, uh, in your neighborhood? Nah, you really can't think of anybody. How about maybe in your family? Anybody in your family? Nah. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you again for your willingness to refer somebody to me 
And I really appreciate that. And by the way, would it be okay with you if I just checked back with you from time to time? Sure, that'd be fine, Bob. Now, one thing I always ask you on the podcast, if any of the stuff that we talk about on this podcast makes sense to you and you say, you know, this is different than all this other coaching baloney I'm used to hearing from the industry, if you personally or someone you know in real estate is earning less selling real estate than they wish they were or you are and you are open to the idea of having some help, if you would like to learn more about our coaching, we make people rich. If you are willing to do exactly what I tell you to do, I promise you, you're going to get rich. Not Oprah rich. I'm talking about realtor rich, okay? So you can call me anytime, 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone. I don't have anything better to do than to make you rich, so I want you to call me if you have a question. And let's see if, you know, what you're trying to do in your real estate career and what we do at Fearless Agent, if that would be a good fit. If it is, I'll let you know. If it's not, I will also let you know. And I would say, you know, probably, well, most of the people I talk to, it's not a good fit. You know, they're looking for some magic thing, marketing or something like that, but or probably because they don't know who I am when they call me. So, I love talking to realtors. You're not bothering me. Please don't email me. Please don't text me. Email and text have nothing to do with sales. Always call me at 480-385-8810. If you can't afford our coaching and you wish you could, go to fearlessagent.com. Watch our free webinar. It's about 45 minutes long. Take lots of notes. Go to the video training page. And my guarantee to you is that those free videos would be better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach in America any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, again, you can always call me. So it's fearlessagent.com. Now, when people have a uh, – they know somebody who is thinking of selling their house or buying a house or investing to get rich, all fearless agents are taught – this system to work with those people and what to say and the magic words to get the appointment right there. But when you're cold calling, cold calling is the next group, okay? When you're cold calling uh, through the neighborhood and, you know, years after years after years of calling through these neighborhoods that you've called through, some, at some point you will call and they'll say, oh, yeah, Bob, you're that real estate guy. And you realize, hey, they know me. So normally I'm cold calling them asking if they want to sell their house. And then I would have called them enough or maybe I've never had a live call with them and I've left enough messages on their machine over the years that they go, oh, it's that Bob guy. I remember I, I called this one guy. In my farm area, I guess you want to call it. And he goes, is this Bob Leffler, the Wolverine of real estate? I go, yes, that's me. Yeah. So he knew I was persistent. So uh, when they say, oh, yeah, Bob, how you doing? And they act like they know you. And then you're always surprised. You're looking at your computer screen going, do I know this person? But you don't. Then you switch to the referral lead generator dialogue and you don't cold call them until the end of the call maybe, okay? So the, the referral lead generating dialogue is for anybody that's an acquaintance at any level, a friend, a family member, somebody you do business with, or anybody 
that you know enough you could describe yourself to them, but you do have their phone number. They might know, not know who you are by name, but you say, hey, I got your phone number because we were at that business thing or whatever. So when the important thing is how do clients view us, okay? We all look alike to the clients. Does everybody is it is it a true statement to say that all realtors are the same? Now, we don't think so. Actually, I do. Pretty much all realtors are the same. So, if all realtors, now fearless agents, they do business completely differently than all other agents. They're not the same. But if all agents are the same, which one would you pick? Well, you'd pick the cheapest one, of course. So you're either going to compete by being cheaper than everybody else, and then you're going to be broke and out of the business like, uh, I don't know, 98% of the people are broken out of the business in two years. Or you're not going to be the cheapest one. You're going to charge 7% and keep four like every fearless agent does in any market in any price range in Canada or America. And you're going to be doing that because you're completely different than all other agents. So the value proposition that you have as a fearless agent is different than what everybody else has. They're doing, hey, we're a little bit better than them. We're doing, hey, we're completely different than them. If you want that crap, go get it. It's everywhere. Anybody can do that. We're doing something different. And if you're interested in it, you know, you you only got one choice. You can talk to me. So the value proposition is fancy corporation lingo for it answers the question, why should I even do business with you? If anybody ever said to you as a realtor, hey, all your realtors are the same. Why should I do business with you? What would your answer be? Think about it. Well, it better be because I do business completely differently than all other agents. And it virtually guarantees you have two things. One is that your house will sell. And number two is that you would end up with way, way more money, bottom line, after all the expenses are paid, than you could any other way. Would you say that's definitely what you're looking for? Do you know no one ever says no to that? No one ever says no to that. So one of the secrets to sales is it goes like this. You have this elaborate setup that leads to one magic question that has no wrong answer, and you already know the answer. And when you can apply that to every part of your real estate career and your life in general, by the way, then uh, every part of your life gets a lot easier and insanely more profitable. So do I do business completely differently? Yes. Why? Because all the real estate agents that compete with me are trained by idiots who don't know anything about sales. And that costs them money. But worse than that, it costs their sellers money. It costs their buyers. So their buyer is not going to get to live in the perfect house for them. Their buyer is not going to get to live in the best house of all the houses that are available to them with the amount of money they got. The sellers are going to lose tens of thousands of dollars. So let me just ask you, if you're selling your house, if I have an amazing strategy, and I do, and no other agent has it, and you know they don't, 
and it would 1,000% guarantee you that the buyer would grossly overpay for your house, and by the way, they would be happy that they did. And you would end up with tens of thousands of extra dollars. And I'm talking about this is money you don't deserve. This is more than your house is worth by a lot. And net, after all the expenses are paid in your pocket, tens of thousands of dollars extra, more than any other agent could get you or that you could get any other way. Would you want to hear about that, how I do that, or are you allergic to money? See, no one ever gets that answer wrong. And every fearless agent in America and Canada can deliver on that promise. So the only question you have to ask yourself is, do you want to be able to deliver on that promise? Because if you do, we can show you. There is a better way than the way you've been taught by the real estate industry. The people who teach realtors how to sell are teaching realtors how not to sell. They don't care about the right things. They probably care about you as much as I care about you, which is a lot, but they don't know how to fix it. So if you're earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, I promise you one thing, there is a better way. And Fearless Agent is that better way. Now, it might not be right for you. And if it isn't, we'll tell you that it's not right for you. But if it is, I mean, what if it was? What if it was the perfect thing? What if it was the thing that changed your life? What if you're like hundreds of people that I coach right now where they were earning no money, poverty-level income after years of coaching with other famous coaches that you've heard of, after years in real estate, doing what all the other coaches said, they were making no money or very little money or less than they'd hoped they were. And then I just said, if that other coach ever said it, you're never going to say it. If any other coach in America ever said it, never, ever say it. It's as simple as that because they don't know what they're talking about. So, again, I want to thank you for joining us today, considering being a fearless agent. For all of those of you who are fearless agents, thanks for, thanks for tuning in, as we like to say in the radio biz. Please, please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly anytime, 480-385-8810. Please do us, give us a review of this podcast on iTunes. If you are a real estate company owner and you're having trouble with recruiting, we fix that. In one day, we teach you how to recruit producing agents in one day. You can visit us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, the nearest auto dealership while I'm waiting while my oil's getting changed, the Starbucks, the dry cleaners down. We're everywhere, okay? So until next week, you got to do what all fearless agents do. Always have fun. If it ain't fun, we ain't doing it. Always, when you learn all this stuff, you have superpower skills, stay humble. And most of all, be fearless. See you, gang. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.